If only you knew it was possible because of who your father is. Heavy like the guilt you've been carrying, this cast iron frustration is not to be cleaned alone. Cast it into the stove for further inspection. Disclaimer, the past may start manifesting this generational grit silenced and burn when the oven's turned on. Just like fire to burn up everything consumed. Just like fire to refine what would usually turn bacteria into sickness, have you ever smelled regret burning? What about flesh? Fire hot, fire protection, fire purification, fire heavy, skillet burning, skillet needed. You transform uncooked potential into dreams and fear-free living. Speak to the mountain and it shall be moved. Cast it into the sea to see that obstacles are overcome by rudder tongues. Remove thy speck from thy eye, O life and death lies behind the power of the words we be speaking. Creating mountains magnified through the valley, O shadow of death. Tables prepared in the presence of thy enemy who sting be no match for finished work upon the cross when roaming around like roaring lion looks bigger than it actually be. Be silenced, has no roar, cemented into the corner of generational bondage, smells like flesh burning, spirit willing, but flesh be weak, broken, when tongue choose to no longer to partner with its own dysfunction. Reflected through shallow images of dead-weighted family trauma, we shall not repeat ready to be broken, quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger, embrace yourself for the climb. Now speak. Growth happens to the best of us. Maturity not required a choice. Time can leave us behind, bound by the chains of yesterday. Crazy to think. Moments of reflection remind us of all our sins covered by love and grace but doesn't cross out the fact that we must acknowledge what we did until this moment to seek forgiveness from the Father begins. We can't pedal fast enough out of this collection plate and offering a sweet fragrance to the Lord born and to the brokenness of a generation unaware of its posture to the one who created us here on this mountain, biking the upward climb to freedom despite all the immaturity of our childhood and we still must give an account. Father, forgive us for what we do know now. I can hear him saying, if only you knew what was possible because of who your father is. What do you do when the mountain is you? If only you knew what was possible because of who your father is. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to this episode of Naked and Exposed, the podcast, where it is only up from here. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, I'm going to open this one up with a prayer. So, Father, I just say thank you. Holy Spirit, we just invite you into this place and ask that you have your way. Ask that you do only what you can do on this day here. That we are alive, that we are breathing, that we have opportunities, this opportunity to partner with you. That every time we are alive, it is an opportunity to partner with you, to seek your face, to seek your glory, to do what it is that you are requiring of us to do. 
So God, as we begin to move forward over the next few days, weeks, months, years, let it be less of us and more of you. Let the spirit of fear bow in the name of Jesus, because we know that a, a, a lesser man cannot come into the house of a strong man unless it binds it first. But we know based off of Nahum 1, 7, that God is the God is the strongest stronghold. So that means fear has to announce itself in your presence. Doubt has to announce itself in your presence. Insecurity has to announce itself in your presence. Doubt has to announce itself in your presence. Guilt has to announce itself in your presence. So we just come against that now and ask that you, Lord, continue to do the will and the work within us for your word. It says, greater are you that's in us than he that is in this world. So Father, forgive us. So Father, forgive us for any areas where we have allowed the enemy to take root. And we just ask that you begin to uproot it now, that you make in us a clean heart, God, that you begin to renew our minds, God, that you begin to show us how to walk this thing out with you, how to stand in the discomfort, the frustration, the attacks that are surrounding us, but have dove eyes for you to know that you are faithful to complete what you started, that you will not leave nor forsaken us, that greater are you that's in us than he that is in this world. So we say, thank you, God, that though we may be pressed, that we will not succumb to any of the schemes of the enemy, that he roams around like a roaring lion looking for whom he shall devour. But we know when you died on the cross, you said it was finished for it is written. So God, we just say thank you that we do not have a high priest that cannot empathize with where we are. We say thank you that you understand. We say thank you that you are the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega, and nothing catches you by surprise. So teach us how to be in position, how to be yielded, how to be rested, how to walk this thing out with you, God. Allow your will to go forth and allow us to be vessels and arrows ready for wherever you send us. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Ooh, y'all, this season. <laughs> and it's so interesting like if you go and listen to previous episodes of previous seasons, I have these ebbs and flows and in my emotion and my continence and it's not that I'm not joyful and it's not that I'm not trusting God and it's not that I'm not living a set apart life. It just simply means that this walk comes with a cost. It simply means that there is a cost for walking with God, just like there's a cost with not walking with God. And it's better to walk with God than to try to do this walk without God because I've tried. I know what it's like to to walk with God. And I know what it's like to not walk with God. I know what it's like to try to do life in my own strength. And I know what it's like to be completely surrendered to the strength of God. And even in moments of doubt, even in moments of anxiety, even in moments of heaviness, the Lord's presence is so strong that you don't even notice it until there are moments of where your humanity tends to, to peek through just so you can be reminded, oh, okay, this is what's going on. This is why I'm feeling this way. And one of the things I'm learning in this season is to discern what is God what and what is the enemy and, and what is me? Where am I not putting God on the throne in the situation? Where have I stepped out of alignment and allowed myself to try to care, to carry the weight of what is required? Like, what do you do when exposure comes to your door? And it's not an exposure of 
private correction. It's an exposure of I'm, I'm pleased at how you have been living your life. Now let me give you a little bit more. Like what do we do when what we are contending for because we have steward the little starts to increase and it's completely overwhelming. And it feels like growing pains because our body has to step into this season of what it is God is calling us to do for the now. And it's like, we have to take everything we've learned in the last season and venture further than, than what we have seen before and venture further than where we may have settled before. But it's like in this season, we don't, we can't settle. And I can hear God in the midst of where he's taking us constantly repeating, if only you knew what was possible because of who your father is. It's like this reminder that if God be for us, who can honestly be against us? If God has called us, who can honestly stop what God is doing? We know that the only way that things can stop or be thwarted or be interrupted is if we allow ourselves to lose sight of who our father is. If we allow ourselves to get discombobulated with the things of this world, which is why God is saying to guard our gates, which is why God is saying community is important in this hour, which is why God is saying to stock up and prepare for what is to come ahead because God wants us to be ready. God wants us to flourish in the midst of turmoil around us, but we have to trust and believe that God is God and God will not leave us here. That this is all for our character development, that this is all for who we are becoming. It's all for us to stand on the front lines and to proclaim God's goodness for the sake of those souls that are just waiting for us to open our mouths because their lives are assigned to ours. Because God knew at this point in time, in 2022, in the midst of a global uproar that God will begin to raise up his sons and daughters who will who prophesy and have dreams and visions and allow them to go forth in the boldness to do what it is he's calling them to do because he knows that they will do it. Because God's been tired of manufactured church or manufactured Christianity or pimping the gospel for the sake of a few coins by, by no means if God is calling you to coach and into mentorship let it be used with wisdom and let you be submitted to somebody else. Stop trying to do things, create things that God never blessed. Like many of us are, many of us are wondering why we have put our hands to the plow in, in one area for, for years and haven't seen breakthrough because I, I want to pose this idea. Maybe you're doing something that God never called you to do. I remember at the it, last year, towards the end of the year, I had a dream. And in the dream, I was pregnant with a child that was not mine. And it's like, how is that possible? Women know, you know, you know, they know, they know, unless it's some Jane, the Virgin, where you get Turkey basin on accident by the doctor <laughs> who just makes a, 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 a mistake. That would be the only way you don't know who the father is. However, it was God saying that many of you are carrying a vision that I never intended for you to birth, whether it be our upbringing, the pressure from our parents, the pressure from our peers, this need to, to feel like we have to succeed or keep up with mo the most influential people. But what if you're struggling because you're living out of alignment with the true intentions of what God has set for your life?
And this is why you have to stop carrying the guilt and the frustration of not seeing any breakthrough and allow God to further inspect it, to show you the truth of who you are. And so that he can remove that generational junk. This is why fire is important. This is why refinement is important. This is why endurance is important. Are you the type of person that runs away when things get tough? Are you willing to sit in it and be processed in it and allow yourself to be tested by the very things that you are being healed? from? What if God sends you to a job to, to be a voice and a light, but you're, you might get persecuted. You might get judged, but are you willing to stay there and allow God to be your self-care, allow God to be your protective armor because he's strong enough to take the brunt because it's, he, he needs your presence to be in that place for in, of intercession. It's not a matter of, oh, they don't treat me right. Or they don't pay me enough. Too many of us are blindsided by the, the world's way of success. And success has nothing to do with monetary gain or living this like luxury and lavish life. Success is really who you are becoming on the way to where God is sending you. And are you doing it from a place of rest? Rest means relationship with Christ. Are you doing it from a place of knowing that you know that nothing can interrupt the plan of God for your life, except you forfeiting that assignment by getting out of alignment, by opening the door to fear or doubt or in or disobedience. Because God is telling you, I'm giving you the language. Just speak to the mountain and it shall be moved by faith. Understand that these obstacles are overcome when you guard your tongue. Why are you judging this person when you have that same speck in your eye? Why are we being hypocrites and judging people for the very thing that we refuse to submit to God over? And we're so pressed for God to elevate us with our enemies. But yo, many of us don't even have haters. And if we have haters, nine out of 10 times, it's probably something that we said to offend them. And God is calling us to make amends with them. But again, be Holy Spirit led. And we know that the enemy roams around like a roaring lion looking for whom he shall devour. Like. Like, like, man, y'all in this season, we have to be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger. In this season, we have to guard our gates. In this season, we have to stand on the knowing that God is God and he cares for us. If only we knew what was possible because of who our father is. Maturity is, is, is a choice to become mature and to grow. It is a choice. It is a choice to decide to be better than you are today, tomorrow. It is a choice to decide to sit in the midst of tough conversations and to not run away and to not cry and to actually hear the person for where they're coming from and give them grace. If they're unable to actually process it the way that's needed, but understand that this is the first step for their healing. What if the area that you are strong in, God is calling you to be that to a person that never experienced anybody's endurance or fortitude to stay for them to be processed to that place of maturity. It's their weakness because everybody else jumped shipped. It's their weakness because nobody else wanted to have the tough conversations. It's their weakness because everybody else attacked their character instead of showing grace. I'm telling you, God is calling us higher 
And it looks like saying nothing. It looks like allowing God to be our judge and vindicator. It looks like being who God has called us to be in the meekness and the stillness of our identity and our character and allowing God to do the rest because he'll give you the instruction on what to do, what to speak, what to eat, where to go, where to not go, the conversations to have, the conversations to not have. And it's typically not revealed until we acknowledge what we have brought into relationships and situations and seasons. If we're frustrated that we're not where we think we are, how about we take a step back and assess if even though we're frustrated, we might actually be where God needs us to be because it's always been about the character development. It's always been about who we are becoming. It's never been about the destination or this idea of X, Y, and Z. It's always been about, are we allowing our light to shine as we live life in the mundane every day? And we're not held to the mistakes of our past. And we thank God that he forgives us for what we do know now. It's one thing to not know. It's another thing to actually start to come to know. And it's what do we do with the information that God reveals about us in our character? And God's just like, if you only knew what was possible because of who your father is, if you actually took God up on who he says he was and is, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. God don't change. Y'all know that sound? He don't miss. He don't miss. He's not, like, he's not us. Yes, God has emotions, but his emotions lead to, like, they're righteous. They don't lead to sin like ours. Anger leads us to sin. But are you willing to process your anger and the safety of people? And are you willing to give people a chance to be a place of safety? Or are you going to keep running away because you're too afraid to do what's necessary to get to where you're going. And by no means am I saying this is easy, but I am learning who and where I can be vulnerable, where I can just say, I don't got it. When people can call me and say, how are you? And I can tell them like, yo, uh, the, the enemy is, he, he's trying to kick my butt. He, he's coming after me in my body. The Lord had revealed to me that sometimes when the enemy can't attack your mind, he'll attack your body or try to. Then he'll try to attack those closest to you and it will feel overwhelming. But at the end of the day, God is in control and God is looking for us to get back in a a posture of prayer and in the secret place. My God, if only you knew what was possible because of who your father is. (laughs) If only you knew what was possible because of who your father is. And what if that mountain, that thing of hindrance that we want to be moved is actually us in our apprehension, is actually us in our doubt, is actually us in our fear, is actually us in our inconsistency. We want God to give us more, but we haven't stewarded what we already have. I'm just saying, if only you knew what was possible because of who your father is. <laughs> 